Hello and welcome to another 9-Minute Bible Study. Our starting point, Acts chapter 2, the first line of verse 27. Because that will not lead my soul in hell. Now we are connecting this to what we see in Luke chapter 16. Prior to where we are right now, verse 24, we have seen a rich man who, for lack of better words, a dirty, rotten sinner. Where did he wind up after he died? He wound up in hell, in torment. We see a man named Lazarus. He is dirt poor, but also righteous in the sight of God. When he dies, he goes to what's called Abraham's bosom, and there he is with Abraham, who we know from the Old Testament, the book of Genesis, is righteous in the sight of God. He believed in God, and God counted it for righteousness. The righteous side and the torment side. Now, verse 24. And he, the rich man, cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Well, obviously, the rich man, he knows he's in deep trouble and he needs mercy. He also can see across this gulf between the two and he can see Abraham afar off. Abraham and the rich man at this point are able to have a conversation. The next part of verse 24. And send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. So what do we see here? The rich man on one side, Abraham, Lazarus on the other. Now notice, Lazarus is not going to say a word here. Only Abraham does the talking. So what does Abraham say? Verse 25, But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime received thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted. Now, where Abraham is at this point, Abraham's bosom. What word did he just use to describe his side? Comforted. We're not talking about torment here at all, are we? Comfort does not equal torment. Especially since the next line says, And thou art tormented, the rich man is in torment. Why? Unrighteous. Lazarus, Abraham, in comfort. Why? Because they were righteous in the sight of God. It's verse 26. I really want us to pay attention to. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. In other words, those on Lazarus's side and Abraham's side, they cannot pass to the torment side, and the rich man cannot pass over. Why? Because the righteous have not been called to torment. They have been called to comfort even before the cross. Now things are about to change and we're going to get there in a second. On the rich man's side, what is it? 
hot and tormented. Now, let's stay in the Gospel of Luke, but let's move to the 23rd chapter. We are looking at the cross at this moment. Jesus is dying on the cross, the middle cross. On the right and the left are two malefactors dying for the crimes they committed. Chapter 23, verse 39. And one of the malefactors who were hanged railed on him, Jesus, saying, If you be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, seeing you are in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. Verse 42. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou come into thy kingdom. Verse 43. Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Now notice the wording. Did Jesus say he was going to the hot side of hell? No. What did Jesus say? Today you will be with me in paradise. Now let's connect this to what we have just seen in Luke chapter 16. The two divisions. Abraham's bosom, hell. Abraham's bosom is paradise. This is where Jesus will go. The other end of hell, the hot end of hell, that is for those who have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. Can I ask you a question? Did Jesus sin and fall short of the glory of God? No. So what was Jesus? He was our sin offering. The blood of Jesus was shed to pay our sin debt. Jesus did not become a sinner. You do not voluntarily become a sinner without committing a sinful act. Jesus did not commit a sinful act. Agreed? Therefore, he could not go there. Now, where did Jesus go? Paradise, Abraham's bosom. What did he do there? Follow with me to the book of First Peter. First Peter, and we're going to look at chapter 3. First Peter, chapter 3. I mean, first, I got to get to First Peter a few pages off. First Peter, chapter 3. And what do we see there? Let's start with verse 18. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, Jesus dying on the cross to pay the sin debt as our sin offering, the just for the unjust, the just Jesus going to the cross, being our sin offering, so we, the unjust, can become just in the sight of God. They might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, brought to life by the Spirit, which we'll pick up with probably in a later lesson. Verse 19, By which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison. 
So what do we see here? Jesus going to the paradise section of, well, what we would call hell loosely, but let's just call it the paradise section. What is Jesus doing there? He's preaching to all who are there, including Abraham and Lazarus. What's going to happen? Jesus is going to lead them out into what? A place we now call heaven. Jesus went there to preach the message to the righteous so he could lead them out. The blood of Jesus had permanently paid their sin debt. Then after that was done, God raised Jesus from the dead. And that will connect to our salvation, which we will pick up in the next lesson.